The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We've been talking throughout the show about the decision made by the government, made by the three party leaders, to um, some resentment from Nessa Harrigan, the uh, Green Party TD who was on with us earlier on, but made by the government not to extend the eviction ban. This was the ban on landlords evicting tenants from roughly October through to March. There was a question as to whether or not it was going to be continued over the next few months. The decision has made that it won't be. B. So the eviction ban will end as planned on the 31st of March. The evictions then will occur. I think there's 2,700 people who have been notice, given notice to quit. And depending on when that notice to quit has been issued, they will be evicted uh, on a phased basis according to the law. It means some tenants some will be entitled to remain in their property until June. Others May, others April and so forth. For more on this, I'm joined by uh, Darrell Bryan, the Minister for Housing. Minister, before we get into the implications of the ban not being extended, can you tell me what, if anything, the ban has achieved? Well, to be very frank, it didn't work as we would have hoped. Um, We didn't see a reduction in in homelessness. We did see a stabilisation, which was welcome and a small reduction in family homelessness. Um, So in that sense, uh, it would have been rather different than the results from the uh, the eviction pause during during COVID, where we saw a substantial reduction in period that could very well be because of what it is, because more properties were available then and uh, there was less movement within within the market. So like that was part of the decision uh, and part of our thinking today. But isn't it more than that it didn't work? It act, the, the underlying numbers are the reverse of what you might have expected. November to December for 18, 19, 20 and 21, there was a drop in total homelessness, people accessing a, a emergency accommodation. 2022 was the first year it went up. Yes, and I think if you look at the, the most recent figures that we have, Anton, that interestingly from the DRHE, the Dublin Regional Homeless Executive, that, that collate the, the vast bulk of the data, you see the single biggest reason for a biggest cohort of people who entered into homelessness last month was because of relationship breakup. And that just shows you that there's very different reasons why people will end up in homeless emergency accommodation. We have provided a lot more emergency accommodation too. Uh, and So there is more available. And sometimes when there's more available, uh, that emergency accommodation is filled quicker. Um, so, you know, I think in the in, in the short term, it certainly did provide an opportunity um, and space for us to deliver more homes, like in the last quarter of last year. But the numbers are worse. I mean, the, the total yeah, well, the numbers, numbers of homeless are worse than they were when the ban well, came in. Well, I think if you, yeah, marginally um, and, and very marginally, and that is no consolation to anyone who finds themselves in emergency accommodation. Of course not. And I don't take that lightly. But what, when you compare it to 2018, 19, 20, Obviously, we've more people in the country as well. We've less rental stock, and that was, you know, a real part of the difficult decision today was that at any other intervention, even though in the short term it might be seen to be one to be popular, but two the right thing to do. I think in the medium term it would have the an, a, the reverse effect and an adverse effect in 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 more. Uh, or sorry, less rental properties actually being available and more landlords leaving the market. But I did say... And uh, isn't that the hmm? case, Minister, that that is what the ban has achieved so far? Well, I think we've seen 44,000 tenancies, Anton, over the last five, six years uh, vanish, basically. Um, About 14,000 landlords leave. That's been happening for a number of years now. Uh, That's uh, 
not just a recent phenomenon and part of the government decision today. Ah, but Minister, if we look back at the last quarter of 2022, 40% of the total departures, the total sales of residential properties were landlords leaving Mm -hmm. the market. And when you juxtapose that with an increase in the total numbers of people going into emergency accommodation, that's from your perspective a disaster. It's not an easy situation, but at all. And it's more so a very difficult situation for those who find themselves with nowhere to live. And that's where, just very briefly, if I could cover what we did in the time that was available and the other part of the government decision today, like in the last quarter of last year, there were 5,000 new social homes delivered. There were 1,500 vacant homes brought back into use. And we got approval today. I instituted the purchase with tenant in situ scheme, which is basically where someone is on housing assistance and the landlord is leaving, that the local authorities buy the home. And we've made provision for a further 1,500 this year. But I am then acutely conscious of a lot of private tenants there who are above the social housing limits and who who can't access that scheme. So as part of the decision today uh, is to bring forward uh, measures to enable them, one, if they can, to buy the home by using the first home equity scheme. And secondly, that we would institute a bespoke cost rental scheme. Cost rental has been very uh, successful. It didn't exist 18 months ago. That's where there's state-backed affordable rents, where people are paying a minimum 25% below the market. Indeed, Minister, but these are, these are things which are at least medium-term, if not long-term. No, what, what, um, what do you say to the 2,700 people whose notices to quit were held off and who now face eviction? Firstly, to say on, on that, Anton, that the notices to quit don't directly or in any way correlate fully to people accessing homeless emergency accommodation. So people notices to quit are issued for a variety of reasons. Undoubtedly, and I did say this today, that in the short term, we will probably see an increase in homelessness. But in the medium term, it's the right decision. Um, and that is on balance because if there was a further intervention made at this stage, I actually think we would see an increased flight of, of properties from the market. There are a couple of things, though, a lot of renters... But sorry, Minister, doesn't that mean that it was an error back in October? No. Because I look at those numbers and you say, well, there's 2,700 people who back in October were told, if you receive your notice to quit, you receive it in an environment where there are, are 11,400 people on, in, a for, in emergency accommodation. If they now receive their notice to quit, having had that moratorium, there are 400 more people already in emergency accommodation into which some of that 2,700 will be trying to find space. Well, that's why in the period of time, just as I was saying, that we use that period of time to ramp up supply. Um, but the numbers haven't changed. Well, no, what I'm saying to you is like these are just in the last quarter of new homes that have been delivered because I think anyone you talk to within the sector, be that people who are advocating on, on tenancy rights or people who are developing in the sector, the overall solution to this is to increase supply across social, affordable and indeed private. And we were able to do that last year. 30,000 new home builds and we'll do more this year. What my concern and government's concern was a further intervention. Would it lead to making the situation worse? What I am saying now is that we've more emergency accommodation available. We've more social homes available, both new and ones that we brought back uh, from existing stock. But hang on for a minute, Minister. The, The fact that there may be more stock available doesn't change. The net number of those who are accessing emergency accommodation is still greater. So the stock has been absorbed and more than. Back in October, when this ban came in, Leo Varadkar said his big concern was that there would be a delayed glut of people becoming homeless. That's what we're now going to see, isn't it? Well, if we look at the context of when the decision was made, uh, and there was a serious pressure on accommodation and emergency accommodation at that stage for a variety of reasons. Uh, international protection, uh, Ukraine as well. Uh, we've accommodated over 70,000 of our friends from Ukraine here, and rightly so, over 13,000 in, in, 
international protection who have also fleeing, uh, fleeing conflict and fleeing persecution. And we needed that space to deliver more homes and more properties, and we've done that. Now, there are measures that are brought in today through the government decision that would allow us to deliver an additional 3,000 homes on top of Can the Can I ask you, honestly, Minister, if, if back in September I had said to you that by the time your moratorium was over, you'd have more people in, a, in emergency accommodation rather than less, would you have been satisfied with that? No, and I've just said to you at the very beginning of, of our conversation here, it didn't work as we would have hoped, but it did provide additional protections for people that I still believe were needed at the time. Uh, and it provided us space to deliver additional accommodation. And what I was saying just before you asked that question was, as part of the measures that we've taken today and the decision at Cabinet, we'll be able to deliver an additional 3,000 social homes on top of the 9,100 new builds that we've planned to do. So I'm meeting people right the way across the country who are getting their homes for life. We actually exited about 1,800 people from emergency accommodation last year into permanent secure housing. And that's where, what I want to see us do. I want to see more first-time buyers buying homes, many of whom are a rental, who are renting right now. And 25,000 first-time buyer mortgages were drawn down last year, many of whom used our Help to Buy grant and also the new First Home Scheme, which has been incredibly uh, successful. 1,100 approvals of, for real people, real families, for real homes uh, just since last July, August. So these measures are taking hold. But that doesn't stop us. But to some uh, extent, Minister, this is like saying the pumps are working very well in the Titanic. All no. of the data still shows us to be sinking. We have the worst homelessness problem in the history of the state and the numbers continue to rise. And, and we have no question. It's the biggest single challenge and the biggest priority for this government. Um, we are making progress on housing supply. And I think any fair independent assessment of that will show that. Last year, we targeted 24,500 new bills. We delivered 30,000. As I speak to you today... There are about 37 homes under construction at various different stages, about half of which are actually supported by the state. So we've seen a step change in housing delivery because the state is the biggest actor in that sector. Okay, are there still issues? Are are there still issues? And just to say, sorry, Anton, of course there are still issues. But I I won't shirk away from making what are difficult decisions that I believe are in the public interest. Okay, well, let me then go to the reaction to to that decision because um, Nasa Harrigan, your uh, government backbench uh, colleague, has said on this programme that she can't fathom why Eamon Ryan went against uh, what she believes to be Green Party ideology and policy. But what she wants to know is, how does she explain to a constituent in her own constituency of Dublin Central when they come to her and say, I've been given notice to quit, there is nowhere for me to go, and now it's Mm -hmm. kids out of school and I'm completely lost. How do you justify raising the ban? I've constituents come to me in Dublin Fingal as well. Um, We've had 10, 12 years of significant undersupply in housing and we, we are getting to grips with it. What, where a tenant is in receipt of housing assistance payment and is on a social housing list and a notice to quit is issued, I've instructed the local authorities to buy those homes. And since July of last year, we've bought an additional 600. They're with tenant in situ. And the approval I got today from, from government was to purchase a further 1,500. And if we do that 1,500, we will do more. So that means that that, that tenant who is there now is in a safe, secure public house that the state has bought on their behalf, what social you, rent to that. What's your uh, reaction to the um, Socialist uh, Party suggestion? He has suggested that people who are um, given notice to quit from their properties should refuse to accept that notice and should stay stum and refuse to be removed from the building. Look, look, what I'm saying to you here, I think, leaving Deputy Barry aside, there 
we're dealing with a difficult situation right now and those who it's most difficult for are those tenants who are looking for somewhere to live. And the only way for us to get to grips with that is by increasing supply and building more social homes. And Deputy Barry and his party have opposed every single measure the government have brought forward in the Dáil. They oppose the Affordable Housing Act that delivers cost rental and affordable purchase homes. They've opposed even building on state-owned land. They oppose the Land Development Agency that is building, you know, that has the largest affordable and social housing site okay. open and up and running now uh, in decades. So I'm dealing with the reality of this situation. And yes, there are tough decisions to be made and not everyone would agree with them. But what I can assure people is that they are taken for the very, very best of reasons. We will provide all the support that's needed for people who find themselves uh, in emergency accommodation okay. to exit we, them we have to that point, Minister. homes. And we have a huge reaction coming in. I'll bring you some of that uh, as we go on. Uh, Minister Dara Bryan, the Minister for Housing, thank you again. You're very welcome. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.